Hey family, welcome to This Is Why You're Single, the podcast dedicated to improving your life and your relationships. I'm your host, Jay Reeves. Every Wednesday, my goal is to help you navigate these dating streets, help you recognize how you may be sabotaging your relationships, and most importantly, help you begin unpacking the underlying issues. We'll accomplish this by having open, honest conversations about relationships, sex, and dating. This week, we're going to discuss why, despite some very redeeming qualities, you might not be as great a catch as you think. Let's get started. I'm going to begin this episode with a quote. This was shared by one of my IG friends, Alonzo, better known as Brother Gumbo. You can find him on IG. His handle is Brother underscore Gumbo. Check out his feed. Dude is legit dropping knowledge and some very thought-provoking things. So definitely check him out. But anyway, the quote is, Some people think they'll make a good partner because they won't cheat, but don't realize they're inconsiderate, selfish, unappreciative, manipulative, insecure, lack empathy, have poor communication skills, harbor emotional trauma, pain, and hurt from their past. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. That's deep, right? Some people think they'll make a good partner because they won't cheat, but don't realize that they're inconsiderate, selfish, unappreciative, manipulative, insecure, lack empathy, have poor communication skills, harbor emotional trauma, pain, and hurt from their past. That's church right there, y'all. We all know otherwise good people who have some or maybe all of those very issues and those issues will keep you from enjoying a healthy, happy relationship time and time again. Many of the women that I hear say, hoes be out here winning and many of the dudes that I hear say, good guys finish last. They have some of the issues that are mentioned here. I've known guys who were great guys, faithful, loyal, would treat a woman like a queen, but insecurity caused them to undermine the relationship and then things fell apart. One of my issues was poor communication skills. Something would go down in the relationship that I was unhappy with, that I didn't like, and because I did not enjoy confrontation, I hated arguing, I would get pissed, it would build up, and then eventually, what would I do? Bounce. Never have a conversation with him about what it was that he did that brought me to that point. 
knowing, you know, somewhere in the back of my mind, because I'm not a stupid chick, but knowing that had I at least broached the topic, perhaps we could have discussed it and worked it out. No, it was easier for me to bounce. So who can carry on a decent relationship doing that kind of bullshit? There is so much more to being in a relationship than not cheating. I mean, who cares if you don't cheat if you never put your partner's needs before your own? It doesn't matter at all that you don't cheat because you're inconsiderate and selfish. No one is going to overlook the fact that you are unappreciative of the things that your partner does for you if you don't cheat they could give a damn because you're unappreciative you can be loyal and faithful you can treat your man like a king you can treat your woman like a queen but if you have insecurities that cause you to always be suspicious of them potentially leaving you for someone else or cause you to suspect that whenever they are not with you that you know they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing perhaps with someone that they shouldn't be doing it with again doesn't matter how wonderful you are that insecurity will cause your relationship to crash and burn if you're loving and faithful but due to emotional trauma or hurt that you're carrying from past failed relationships, you're making your current partner pay over and over and over again for a crime that they did not commit, your relationship is going to be dead in the water. Again, you being loving and you being faithful does not matter if you are allowing that pain and hurt from your past to negatively impact your current relationship. Now, how do you know if this is your issue? Well, it's not easy because you have to be willing to hear the truth about yourself from other people. And more importantly, you have to be willing to accept that truth. You can think back to your exes. Were there any common complaints from relationship to relationship to relationship? For example, with me, remember I said I used to have poor communication skills. With me, the common refrain from my exes was, you don't talk to me. You get mad and you shut down. 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 Well, guess what? That's because I got mad and I shut down. And no matter how much I wanted to deny it, no matter how much I wanted to discount it because it was an ex saying it, you got to look at all of the instances in which it's occurring, all of the instances in which it's being said. So you have me. And then these four or five ex-boyfriends who are all saying the same thing. She gets mad and then she shuts down. Well, these guys don't know each other. 
they don't have any reason if they did know each other to get together and make this up about me. If that many people are saying it, then there's a pretty good chance that it's true. And at some point, I had to own that. Was it easy? No, it is never easy to own something negative about yourself. It never is, especially when that particular characteristic is one that causes you some sort of pain or negative experience because then it's your fault. And it's really hard to own that you are the one that's causing these experiences that bring you pain. But you're not going to grow and be able to work through it and move past it if you don't. So yeah, I had to own that. I would get mad and then I would shut down before I could do the work necessary to stop doing that. Do I still get mad and want to shut down, want to just say, fuck it, I'm done? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm human. I am not a perfect person. But I have done the work and I have grown. So now I know how to check myself and say, "Uh uh-uh, we're not even going back to that bullshit. Gather yourself and then talk to him like an adult. Another way you can determine if you have any issues, characteristics, personality traits that may be undermining your relationships is to ask someone who knows you very well and has known you for a fairly good amount of time and most importantly has been around and seen you operate in a few different relationships. And it's important that this person not be a yes man or a yes woman. It has to be someone who is a true blue friend, unafraid to tell you the truth about yourself. Everybody should have at least one of those types of friends in their lives. Someone who will call you on your bullshit and point out to you that, yeah, you do tend to be a little unappreciative in relationships or, you know what, you're letting that bullshit that happened with whomever affect every single relationship you've been in since then. You need that type of friend, someone that's going to give it to you straight. If you have someone like that, ask them, you know, what have you noticed that I do in relationships that ends up negatively affecting them? And let them tell you. But again, you have to be open to receiving it. And you can't get angry with them because they told you the truth about yourself. Because you ask. And you're asking because you've decided that you don't want to continue to do this. So this is no shoot the messenger. They're going to give you the truth. Hopefully they give it to you with love. You accept it in that manner. And then you start doing some self-examination, some introspection. Because it's not enough for you to know what it is you're doing that is undermining or sabotaging your relationships, you got to get to the root of why you do it. That's the only way 
you're going to be able to fix it. Because if you just say, oh, I do this all the time, so I'm going to be cognizant of that and be mindful so that I don't do that anymore. No, why are you doing it? You want to attack the problem from the root. Otherwise, you're just putting a Band-Aid on it. And that's going to serve no one in the long run, least of all yourself. For example, in order for me to get to the root of my issues with communication, I had to determine why it was so difficult for me to openly communicate my, you know, dislike for something, uh, my displeasure. Why was that so hard? I had to figure that out. And once I realized that it was because I thought that the communication, the act of communicating my displeasure would result in an argument. And since I hated arguments, I figured, well, I just won't say anything and then there will be no argument. I was so, so delusional. But I had to figure out, well, why do you think that? Well, growing up in my house, I saw quite a few discussions between my mother and father turn into arguments. So that's where I got the idea from that communicating my displeasure would result in an argument because the other person wouldn't like hearing that. And that is why I got conditioned to avoid openly communicating my displeasure. Well, once I figured out where it came from, it made it a little easier to work on that issue. And like I said, I am so much better, so much better than I was. But I had to figure out first what the root was and attack the problem from there. Once we realize what is screwing us up in the dating game, how do we fix it? Well, there are a number of different ways that these problems can be fixed depending on what they are. It is possible as an adult to learn to be empathetic, compassionate, considerate, and unselfish, but it does take work. I am a staunch advocate of personal development. I think that we should all be striving to become better versions of ourselves and that there is no destination when doing so. It's an ongoing journey that continues for, you know, our lifespan, hopefully. Um, because you don't want to stagnate. You don't want to, you know, get stuck in one place. We want to continue to grow and to better ourselves. Um, you can read books. Meditation is wonderful for helping with empathy and compassion and even learning to be more considerate. There are some things that you may want to see a therapist for. And you guys know, I am a staunch advocate for therapy. Therapy is a wonderful thing. And also journaling. Journaling helps a lot. I mean, I love to write anyway, but journaling is a way for you to work through your feelings. Helps you identify them. Um, in context, because if you write about what you are feeling in a particular situation, 
If you go back and read over your entries, you'll start to see patterns emerging. Um, It can help you begin dealing with emotional trauma, um, any pain, any hurt from childhood experiences, uh, experiences as an adult, or from past relationships. And then you will also have a record of the things that you wish to address once you do find and sit down with a therapist. And again, guys, therapy is a wonderful thing. And I'm going to do everything I can to help erase the stigma that is so prevalent, particularly in, you know, our community, the black community around seeking help for emotional, psychological, mental health issues. It helps a lot to be able to talk to a neutral party, you know, bounce some ideas off someone, uh, someone that can help guide you to some insights and help you work through some things. But it has to start with you. You have to first be willing to work on it. And once you make that step, I think it becomes easier for the other pieces to fall into place. Um, And again, you guys know I am very open, very transparent. If you guys want to reach out, you have questions, um, you have comments, you want to share something with me, um, or you have some questions about some things that I've shared about myself on any of the podcasts, feel free to reach out to me at j.podcast at jamitareeves.com. And you can find the email address right in the show notes. And that is going to do it for us this week. Um, I hope that you all enjoy this particular episode. I hope that you were able to get something out of it, that I provided some value and that you were able to take away something that is going to encourage you to take action if any of this applies to you. So closing out this episode of This Is Why You're Single, if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share, Rate it and leave a review on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me and it will help people discover the show who haven't heard of it yet. Until next time, family. Peace.